Group Experience is a new and refreshing way for you, your friends, or your family to travel. Check the show notes to learn more. What is going on? This is Stevie G, and you are listening to DBE, the podcast designed for students of travel. No matter where you're listening, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, thank you so much for tuning in. You can also listen by visiting groupexperience.com, the official home of the Destinations Beyond Expectations podcast. Make sure to follow Destinations Beyond Expectations and Group Experience on social media so you can stay up to date with everything travel. For this episode, we're going to Baton Rouge. Louisiana's capital is full of great food, a fantastic music scene, and unique history. Now, you can't talk about Baton Rouge and its history without discussing the rich history of African-American influence. That tasty food, well, plenty of it comes from Black-owned restaurants. The blues music that you'll hear throughout the city is mostly inspired and created by African-American musicians. Because African-Americans have been and continue to be critical to the city's history, Tamaria Williams from Visit Baton Rouge put together a great blog that covers Baton Rouge's Black History Trail. I'm joined by Tamaria, along with Karen Alford, also from Visit Baton Rouge, to talk about many of the places mentioned in Tamaria's blog. So when you visit Baton Rouge for yourself, you'll have a better understanding of its history, and you'll know some of the best places to grab food, listen to music, and take in the arts around town. Okie doke, let's discover Baton Rouge and the city's Black History Trail. All right, Karen Tamaria, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Thanks so much for joining the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So, Tamaria, you wrote a really great blog about Baton Rouge's Black History Trail, and I'd love to get into that. But before we do that, I just, for any listener out there that may not have visited Baton Rouge in their lifetime, could you maybe give us an overview um, of the city? Like, what's what's Baton Rouge really like? Baton Rouge is Louisiana's capital city, so it does fall within the, the list of capital cities and definitely one to check out if you haven't been here. Um, it is a, a smaller city, I guess you could say, or it has that small town feel. Um, very family friendly, very, um, it's got a, a, what's becoming a very energetic vibe. I can say about the city, uh, it's not a new Orleans, but it's a great trip. Um, if you are going to new Orleans to kind of get that view, but it's, it's a much slower pace, I would say, uh, but still plenty to do plenty to keep you busy. Shopping is always a favorite here. So there's a lot to do and and great places to shop, whether you're looking for like antiques or boutiques, we've got some malls, we've got open air malls. So lots of ideas and, and things to do there too. So um, it's got two main universities, which is also pretty attractive. We've got Louisiana State University, which is, is pretty well known in its own right. But then we also have um, Southern University, which is part of the HBCU system. And that is, um, phenomenal to have two major universities in the city and it's it's fun to go and visit both of them while you're here so there's plenty to do awesome and and people call your city like the red stick or the red stick city what what's the story behind that you know baton rouge is of course french um and when you translate that it does mean red stick um so locals here have really um kind of 
taken that name and run with it and used it kind of as our our nickname, but it does go back to how we were founded and the Native Americans um, would plant, a, they planted a stick and what they would do is they would take their, their animals, their harvest, and they would place them on the stick. And what would happen is the blood from the animals would drip down the stick. And so when the French explorers first came to the area, that is one of the first things that they saw. Um, and this is, is located right here in the Baton Rouge area. It's right off of Southern University's campus, the, the actual area that is, is known to be where that landing spot was. It's called Scott's Bluff. And when the French explorers came in, they saw that stick and they called it Baton Rouge. And that is, is how we became the red stick. Well, that's definitely a cool bit of history there. And and really, when you talk about the history of Baton Rouge, um, you have to you know talk about the rich history and influence of African-Americans in Baton Rouge. Can you maybe talk to me a little bit about that? What's what's the history and, and what's the role that African-Americans have played in the development of Baton Rouge and the surrounding area? So Baton Rouge was really um, a leader in the civil rights era, for sure. And, and that's kind of, I think, where... Um, we really, really kind of made a mark in some ways. Um, we were kind of the leader um, in what was the 1953 bus boycott. Uh, and that was is seen on the national stage as, as the efforts that were going on right here in Baton Rouge was taken nationally and kind of seen as a model for what was being done here. Um, but there, there are so many stories here about the African-American influence in the culture. And it goes far beyond or, or before the civil rights era. And um, obviously plantations are here and, and making sure that we're telling the story of, of the slaves that were on the plantations and not just the, the glory and the mansions and the owners and those kinds of stories, but to really showcase and, and talk about our history and uh, the culture and the, you know, the gospel songs that were, were sung then by the slave um, slaves themselves. So um, it goes far beyond that, but we do have a plantation right here in Baton Rouge and, of course, the civil rights era. But then we go on to talk about um, some of the, the many great businesses that are owned here in Baton Rouge by African-Americans. Um, we have one of the longest standing restaurants, which is, which is called Chicken Shack, and it's owned by a, um, the Delpit family, a very well-known family here in the area. And uh, there are just so many really cool and wonderful stories that go back to um, business owners and musicians and, and just the story of the churches and the gospel choirs and so much that we wanted to put a focus on and really kind of celebrate our history and the culture that we have um, and are known for um, because of those great people. So let's let's actually dive into Tamaria's blog because I think it's such a, a well-written blog and, and it can be a really great resource for, you know, visitors that are coming to Baton Rouge um, to learn more about the African-American influence and history throughout the city. And I want to start with the, the African-American Museum. Um, can you tell me a little bit ab- about that? 
So yeah, that museum was founded by uh, Miss Sadie Roberts, and, and it was her passion to um, create a space in Baton Rouge that she could really focus on telling the story of African Americans and the, the influence that they had here, not only in Baton Rouge, but um, the world itself. You know, we, we looked at inventors and all the great inventions that came from African Americans. That was part of the exhibit. But then she had some some really cool, iconic pieces that were part of that, that exhibit. Um, this museum is located in a church um, that she was able to get donated to be able to build this um, museum. It's just an open space that she really kind of defined and, and put exhibits within that space to kind of help tell the story. Uh, Miss Sadie Roberts tragically died a couple of years ago. And there was uh, concern about this African-American um, museum because it is such an icon in our city. And, and she did such a wonderful job. She was um, very instrumental in our Juneteenth celebrations. And she led so many of those efforts and when we lost her, we, we lost a lot of that passion. We are proud to say that her children, uh, her grandchildren, are now running the museum. And they actually, just this year, the city has donated a new space, a much larger space with different rooms so they can really lay that museum out in the way that it should be laid out. And... They're hoping to have traveling exhibits and different changing exhibits that will come. So a lot of really neat and cool things there that are yet to come. And that space is currently being renovated right now. So it should be opening, I would say, within the next year. Very the cool. current museum is still open. So that is available for tours. Um, so if anybody is coming through the area, they can definitely see the the uh, space that Sadie left behind and paid tribute there too. Very cool. Now you already mentioned this um, earlier in a different answer, but you know, Baton Rouge is home to the largest HBCU, Southern University and AM College. Um, can you talk about, you know, what the college means to the city? Um, can you do tours of the college? Just maybe talk a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, so, yes, it is here. It is one of the largest HBCUs, and Southern is the largest HBC, uh, HBCU system. So um, has quite a mark. They are housed right here in Baton Rouge, and we have campuses across the state. We have one in New Orleans, one in Shreveport, and one in Baton Rouge. Um, Baton Rouge is, is the largest. But it is, um, you know, to have that land-grant university here with such a significance um, and to be able to offer this opportunity to African-American students, I think really kind of shows where we are today and the importance of having an HBCU in our city and such a strong system within the state of Louisiana. Uh, yes, you can go for tours. It is a fantastic campus. Um, it's, it's just beautiful and in my opinion, like I said, you can go to Scott's Bluff, which is a beautiful bend within the Mississippi River. There is an iconic red stick art sculpture that you can see. There are picnic tables and awnings and charging stations, and they've done some 
some really great work due to some recent grants that they've received. They're, they've received more grants, so we have a, a lot more to come from Southern, but they also have a, a pretty dynamic football team and baseball team. So, um, you know, if you're there for sports, that's definitely something you should consider is taking a tour of the campus as well and just getting to know the area. And this year will mark um, their mascot's 50th celebration or anniversary. So Lacumba is turning 50 in 2021. And I know that they're planning some pretty significant events to remember the mascot. Well, they don't have a live mascot on campus now. Um, they had for a number of years and they'll be remembering Lacumba in many different ways, especially this fall during football season. So the good news is if you're traveling to Baton Rouge, um, you definitely won't leave hungry because there's so many great restaurants around town and many black owned businesses too that, you know, different eateries and restaurants. Um, can you talk about some of the best, you know, spots around town? I know you had already brought up Chicken Shack um, in Tamaria's blog. She also mentions Poor Boy Lloyd's and Chef Celeste's Bistro. Can you maybe talk about those a little bit? Yeah, so Poboy Lloyd's is a long-standing uh, restaurant here as well. It is located in downtown Baton Rouge. And actually, President Obama, while he was in office, did visit Baton Rouge. And this was one of the stops he made, and he loved it. So uh, we kind of took that away from us, and he, and he has talked about it um, from time to time. But it's it's just your traditional down-home restaurant. There's It's not fancy, but it. The food is absolutely delicious. So whether you're looking for a fried shrimp po' boy, a roast beef po' boy, um, it is definitely that that traditional style of a po' boy and uh, has the, the bread, um, obviously makes the po' boy. It has to be a certain kind of bread um, and, and they just do it right. And so many different variations. Um, I believe there's even an alligator po' boy that you can get. So when you're there, you definitely won't leave hungry, but it is just one of those you can show up as you are and just sit down and enjoy a good pool boy and great company while you're there. It's it's fantastic. The, the people that own it are very personal. They get to come around and they, they talk to everyone that's in the restaurant. So perfect place. Uh, Chef Celeste, who is also, she has a number of restaurants in the area as well. She has them in downtown and then an area called Mid City. And she is actually a Chicago transplant. Um, but she uh, fell in love with Baton Rouge and she's been here for a number of years. And of course has opened her businesses, but she does a lot of cooking demonstrations. Each Saturday we have the Main Street Farmer's Market and you can always find Chef Celeste there uh, showing you how to use uh, farm fresh ingredients, and this is what she's known for in her restaurants. Um, she serves a lot of soul food type of uh, dishes, and it's just down home cooking that she's kind of put her Chicago touch to and and really made it that Louisiana dish that you just you want to try when you're here. So um, she is is fantastic, and she was actually a contributor to the Baton Rouge Black History Trail. We interviewed about 30 to 40 community leaders and stakeholders that all give, gave us input, input and made this 
portrayal what it is. So um, we were very excited to be able to do that because we wanted to go to the locals and find out what they should consider on this trail. And we've gotten so much feedback that this is just the beginning of this project and we can't wait to release more. I love it. And and I did want to bring up music as well because music and music history is so important in the culture of a city. And of course, many you know prominent African-American musicians have played a large role in the development of uh, you know the music scene in Baton Rouge. Um, you guys now have you know historic places like Henry Turner Jr.'s Listening Room, Teddy's Juke Joint. Um, talk to me about those historic music venues and, and just the music scene in, in Baton Rouge. Yeah, so the music scene is, is quite large here, and um, but I do have to say we really um, are known for the blues music um, here. And so many musicians, we've got the O'Neill family that lives here in Baton Rouge. Um, Kenny O'Neill travels around the world and, and plays his music. And then, of course, his um, brothers and nephews and and you name it, they're all into the, the music as well. Um, Henry Turner Jr. is a, uh, a famous musician, a local famous musician here. And um, you can find him playing uh, as often as he can get out. He is, is quite busy. He does put on a number of festivals, including the Soul Food Festival, which just recently happened. Um, he also has a Mardi Gras festival, which is fun. And uh, when he is not busy doing that, you do find him playing, and he's playing with a number of other musicians. So he'll just grab some people, get together, and he has a listening room that you can really just go and, and relax and listen to music and just have a great time. So he's here. And then, you know, uh, famous musicians like Randy Jackson are from Baton Rouge that people often don't associate with um, Baton Rouge. And he was actually a Southern University alum. So he's from here. And, you know, I've heard so many stories that have been told about how musicians uh, back in the day would would sneak onto the campus of of Southern and partake in their music scene there. They used to bring in some pretty famous musicians and you could just go and listen to them. And and I think it was just, it was easy to do and and Baton Rouge has that feeling that you just want to stick around. And I think a lot of musicians have. Buddy Guy is also from the area and has a home here. So there's just a lot of that close-knit music family here and then each spring we have what we call the Baton Rouge Blues Festival it's one of the oldest running festivals in the United States it is not run consistently through the years they did take a break for a number of years um, but it is a two-day festival that happens in April and we we bring in a number of local musicians for that because we just have the talent here but then again, we also go out and get some some national musicians as well. So um, it's a lot of fun just to come and hang out. It's an outdoor festival and you have the food trucks that are there and you can get some great food while you're listening to music. That's that's great. And another, you know, another thing that's nice is if someone wants to take in the arts, um, they can do so at Southern University's Museum of Art. Um, what might a visitor find at, at that museum? I think that one is just such a historical 
iconic location and it's in this beautiful um, building that is, you know, something to see within itself. But they have a lot of artifacts and, and just art that is part of the African-American community. They do have a number of rotating art shows that are available. So it's just it's just one of those while you're on campus walking around it is close to Scott's Bluff. So um, it is close to within walking distance there, but just a gorgeous building just to go in, see the changing exhibits that they have. But it, it is a beautiful facility. So tell me what what's new in Baton Rouge or what's something that you would recommend, you know, someone has to check out on their visit? So I would say, you know, we've been in the pandemic range and, and we're still here and we've got a ways to go. But one of the things that I want to say about Baton Rouge is I don't think Baton Rouge ever stopped growing. Uh, I feel like we have opened more new restaurants during the pandemic. Um, We opened a new attraction during the pandemic. And I feel like there's so much um, growth going on here that even if you have visited or uh, do visit, uh, a potential return visit is going to be in the near future. And there's always going to be something new to do because we're just growing at such a rapid pace. It's becoming such a diverse and inclusive space as well. Um, I think our food scene has become so diverse and so fun. Uh, We've got some amazing chefs here. And whether you're looking for Asian cuisine or Louisiana cuisine or uh, Mexican, I, I feel like we have so much to offer in that way. So... Awesome. And, and before I let you guys go, um, visit Baton Rouge is such a great resource for anyone looking to travel to Baton Rouge. Tell me a little bit about, you know, visit Baton Rouge, your website, where can people find you and, and like your social medias? Can you mention those? Yeah. So if people want to find some good trip ideas, like if they want to find out more about black history in Baton Rouge, or if they just want to come take a vacation with their family, because Baton Rouge is a really family centric kind of friendly uh, city they can come to visitbatonrouge.com and they can also tag us in their photos on twitter instagram whatever um social media that they use they can tag us in their photos with the hashtag explore visit baton rouge and that way we'll be able to see their photos and even share them on our social media so that's where they can find us and that's where they can find all the information they need to know about baton rouge awesome well karen tamaria thank you guys so much for joining me on the show again it was really a pleasure having you on, and I really enjoyed learning about Baton Rouge and, and you know, the Black History Trail that is so historic. And, and thank you, Tamaria, for that wonderful blog. Thank you for reading it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. A big DBE thank you to Karen and Tamaria for joining me this week. Make sure to check the show notes to find Tamaria's blog so you can learn even more about the places we covered on the show today. You can get everything DBE on the show's official website, dbetravel.com. A great way to support this podcast is to rate and review wherever you listen. And if you know somebody who likes to travel, tell them about Destinations Beyond Expectations. Well, that is all I've got for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day, everyone, and I will talk to you soon.